don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Welcome everyone to Circle Bay Podcast Top Five Picks of the Weeks, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, a double hitter, I know, and but we're here, we're back. And I'm here with a fresh new haircut, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Just the host DVs one. Hey, yes, host of DVs one. I've been seeing here with Mr. Delorean himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike De Niro. He needs a haircut. Any barbers out there in New York City? Damn it, give him a damn haircut for free. Damn it, man works too hard. Usually, usually my girl does it, so she's like. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. But, man, we are here, ladies and gentlemen, to give our top five picks of the week. And that is, of course, the top five, as you see right behind us. It is top five future stars of AEW. Of course, this is not is not including the pillars, but unfortunately, the director forgot his the concept of his top five. Hopefully, we message him. Because he is not going to be appearing because he is busy. But hopefully he sees it and tell him to change his picks. <laughs> Let's hope he does. <laughs> but uh, that's depending yeah. on him if he will change them. But in the meantime, I'm just going to go ahead and give my picks. Because it looks like I'm having difficulties here. But before we do, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, anybody you guys are listening to this, make sure you, anything you purchase on Manscaped, Put the promo code DeLorean. You get 20% off out of all your Manscaped merchandise for the men and females as well. Once again, the males, make sure you keep those balls clean. You want to keep them nice and toasty. You got to. You got to make them, you know, smell fresh because, you know, it's, it's um, you know, the no day, you know, in November. So, yeah. so, yes, we're back again. That's right. Oh, the TK, yes, the partner of podcasting. What up, what up? That's right, the banger podcast. Banger after banger after banger. But yes, we're doing top five future stars of AEW right there, ladies and gentlemen. So, but yes, once again, promo code DeLorean, 20% off of all your Manscaped merchandise. Thank you. But let's get into the action here, ladies and gentlemen, as we're doing this top five future stars. So I'm going to go ahead first. I'm going to save Mr. DeLorean for last. Because he's the best for last. That's why he's the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And here we go. This is not including no pillars for me. This is this is males, females, and tag teams that mm. we're giving our top five. Who could be the future stars of AEW? You know, we already have the four pillars of Sammy, Jungle Boy, Darby, and MJF. However, this is not including none of these four individuals. This is... Basically, including just it's the future stars in AEW. So it looks like ah, uh, let's see, directors getting messaging. They can. They already are. They, yeah. <laughs> they already been marketed as that. 
the same market has been asked that already. It's where the concept of pillars came from. It's a concept, it's a pillars, but yes, let me go ahead and write it and give my number five, ladies and gentlemen. And let me see here. I'm my number five, of course, it's going to be this man, Orange Cassidy. That's right. I chose Orange Cassidy for a reason because he is, he's the one for me. I know it's funny aside, but he has that. Um, I can't compare him to anybody that can do the beat or anything else, but just he has the charisma. He has that that go-to attitude that, hey, he could go if he wants to. Um, yeah. And Orange Cassidy, we've seen it, you know, his attributes in Shara. We've seen him in other, you know, promotions. But, you know, seeing Orange Cassidy as he's developing, we're noticing a little bit more. He's been getting more serious matches. You know, the one that stands out for him by far is the, him and, and Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door. Uh, we know that he had the little loophole that even Jericho said it was a bust when it was that the most matchup, you know. But hey, it happens, you know. It, it's yeah, it happens. But I, you know, I, I will go with Orange Cassidy. I think, or you know, I think Orange will fit very, very well in this list. And um, he's a future star, he could. He could be a, a feature, a TNT, or maybe even – I know people won't take him serious as a world heavyweight champion for AEW. Yeah. But I think the more he develops that, the more he develops his career, you know, his mic skills and showing more ability in the in-ring, not just the same three, one, two, three moves. But one thing is we're going to see – we're definitely going to see Orange Cassidy take out – that ruthless aggression. Oh, that's right. It was just aggression. You will see it. But I mean, we'll see. We will see what you know. We'll see the future of Orange Cassidy. That's a really but, good pick. Very strong pick. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who else I would have chose, but I feel that he has. He he has it, man. I think. I think the man has it. He could be yeah. a future star. That's for sure. My number four, of course, powerhouse, Will Hobbs. I, 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 I feel Will Hobbs has the potential to be – I wouldn't even – how can I say who he could be? He kind of reminds – I don't know why. He kind of reminds you of Mark, Mark Henry. And I, I, I mean that by his attitude. He reminds me of Mark Henry because of his attitude and the way how he carries himself in the ring. And, well, yeah, there's a reason why you call yourself a powerhouse for a reason. So, I mean, I I strongly believe that Will Hobbs has the potential to become definitely a star in AEW. Um, and now we're seeing it right now with basically him, you know, Pretty much getting now a title shot for the TNT title. I like the fact that he's now finally getting that that TV time that he well deserves of Hobbs. Uh, Hobbs for me could go over the distance. I I feel that if you give him the more mic time, he could be a bad man. How Stephen A. Smith said him, a bad man. I feel like he he has the potential. I feel you know. Will Hobbs definitely has the potential to be a star in a business. Most definitely. Number 
three, Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader is uh, another one. I mean, I get it. Uh, you know, people were like, well, "Why, why not? Why her? Why not Brit? Why not Chris Statliner?" I wouldn't mind. You know, Chris Statliner was another one that I had in my books. However, she—it's an unfortunate, with all due respect, too much of an injury prone, and it kind of deteriorates that a little bit because yeah. the more you're injured, the more you're gone from television. The people forget about you. Mm-hmm. Get me wrong. She has. Stalliner has it too, but this lady right here could be, and I know I'm going to get shitted on this, but she could be, for me, I mean, she's her own entity, but her attitude, her charisma, she could be like Paige in a way. I mean, in a way, in a way a little bit, uh, but in, but she could have that attitude. She could have that sharded little bit of attitude too. A little bit of mixture of that, or even heck, I would even say Sasha Banks in a way. Jamie Hader has definitely the potential to become uh, a future star for sure. And I mean, we're we're gonna see it. I mean, we're gonna see it at full gear. I mean, are we gonna see her becoming the, you know, the women's champion? I mean, that's the biggest question. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would give her. I mean, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that because like. I definitely would give the title to Jamie Hayden just to see what she could do with it. Yeah. And you know how I mentioned last time, my, my biggest fear is, you know, my biggest fear is uh, uh, when you book her, then what? That's yeah. the major concern for me. Because you got to have a follow-up plan. Yeah, you definitely got to have a follow-up plan for Jamie Hayden. And um, I hope so. I mean, I hope, you know, I hope nothing but the future for Jamie and – We'll see, you know, you know, we'll see where we'll see where Jamie goes. Because I mean, Jamie could be the next leader for that women's roster. Don't get me wrong, Jade Cargo too. You know, Jade Cargo has it too. Oh, what's going on? Championship on the line, podcast. Yes, what's going on? Thank you so much. But yeah, I mean, Jamie Hader. I think Jamie Hader has she got it, man. I think she could be the one. She could definitely be the one for sure. I agree with you. I agree because. with you. She she's definitely a future pillar. Oh yeah, very future pillar. And of course, my number dos will be Warlow. Yes, Warlow. I chose Warlow for a reason. Warlow has all the attributes that anybody would like to have. I mean. Hearing his, hearing basically his interview on Chris Van Fleet, he wa- he grew up watching Batista. He wants to be kind of like to say, you know, the next Batista. Yeah, uh, and I think they could definitely book him to be the next Batista. Uh it just like I said, I digress. It just they don't they need to start booking him more, defending that TNT title, have that TNT at his prestige along with the star who's holding that prestigious belt, and that is in Wardlow, who could do that. I think Wardlow could do it. His mic skills are developing a little bit more. Thanks for the help of MJF, I'll say. Anybody behind yeah. this is Cody Rhodes. I mean, he could. He has the potential. He has the potential to become that star. 
Wardlow for sure. I think for me could could have a great title run. Um, he's definitely a future world champion, like without a doubt. Oh yeah, that's for sure. He he is definitely a future world champion, and I see it. Hundred percent, yeah. And man, I mean, shit. Why not? I mean, you, I would definitely book him to become a world champion. Uh, is it too soon right now? Of course. You want him to have a great run with the TNT belt. That's what I would like, like to see more. I want to see more. I want to see more of a title run for for Will, for uh, for Wardlow on this one. And I cannot wait once they announce that they're going to book him against Will Hobbs at full gear because we already know that's going to happen. We yeah. already know that they're heading towards that direction. It's going to be a clash. Oh, man. And I hope it's going to be a fantastic clash. Yeah, I hope we do. I hope we see a great one on this one. Oh, and that is without sure. a doubt. And my numero uno, senoras and senores, big one. Number one. Of course, I said it myself. Man himself, mm. he starts, baby. Ricky Starks, baby. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he is the without a shadow of a doubt has. The greatest mic skills for me, as MJF does, as what well, could we say that you know it's on top of that list uh, of the mic skills? Um, and, and I'm talking about overall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tell me, he didn't just say that. Oh, hey, I mean, he, he could talk. It got him in trouble, but he could talk. Oh yeah, he got him in trouble, right? Eating nothing but a bakery and got him in trouble. Like, yeah, I'm old, I'm tired, I'm tired of playing with children. Well, don't play with children then. Let the children take the future of this promotion. And that's what I feel that Ricky Starks is the one who can do that. I yeah. I really definitely feel like Ricky Starks has the capability of him even making the TNT. The All Atlantic, even the heavyweight championship of really prestige. Uh, he's your like your next, he's your next Dwayne Johnson, in my opinion. He has it, he has the looks, reminds me of Dwayne. He has that potential of what he could do. Uh, Ricky just needs more TV time, yeah. He needs more TV time. I've been asking for that, and and I know that we're doing this on a Friday. People are going to be listening to us the next following day. But they already announced the world, the the Eliminator Tournament. They already announced it. Uh, so it looks like what we're looking at is uh, Ricky Starks will be involved in that. I forgot who he's going to face, but I need to, we'll talk about that next Rightfully week. Rightfully so. I, I mean, he deserves it. Oh, yeah. I mean, most definitely he, he, fucking, he deserves it, man. I, I Oh, man. Ricky Starks. You have the potential. You have, you got it all, man. You do have it all, and he is definitely a a world champion for sure. Uh, he's a, a future world champion. Great list for sure. Oh man, it's just it's. I have to. I have a lot more. I mean, I have two honorable mentions. Mm. One will be the Gun Club. The Gun Club. I will have to mention because. They're another group that I feel that has another potential to be the, one of the one of the future top tag team heels in the 
in AEW. You need yeah. you need a top. You already have the acclaim who did it, right? The reason why I'm not including the acclaim because they're already at that level already. And just you know, letting everybody know why I'm not including the acclaim, why I'm not mentioning because they're already there. They're at that peak. They already reached that top of the mountain, becoming tag team champions. But yeah. Gun Club, on the other hand, I mean, Gun Club is a whole story. I mean, you need these two guys to you know ever. They won me over ever since that matchup with them in FTR. Uh, mm. The chemistry was awesome between all four of them, and you know them taking all the you know knowledge from their father of Billy Ass, yes, Billy Ass, and then taking running with the gimmick that Dan House given them with the Ass Boys, running yeah. with it is the most smartest thing to do, and to go with it, and to have fun with it. You could be the goofy, geeky in the beginning, but I know later we're going to see that seriousness that, hey, oh, we're going to, like, we could see maybe a 2.0, uh, I, 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 shit, I don't want to get shitted on this, but a 2.0 version of the Smoking Guns combining with New Age Outlaws in a way. Uh, it could happen that way. I know. Yo, not many people remember the Smoking Guns, Billy and Bart. Oh man, the Smoking Guns was actually for me. They were a great tag team. I don't know why I liked, people them. Were, I liked them. They were it was it was something unique and different. Um, yeah. I liked that, I, and I feel like the Gun Club could do that. The Gun Club could definitely be a future star in the in the tag team division, future tag team champions for sure. Yeah. Um, we already seen them with you know with FTR, which I know you digress about it. But I don't mind it, and I like to see, you know I like to see it, uh, you know because of course I mean you know the you know De Niro when he doesn't feel it, you know he feels a little bit very oozy. He's feeling a little very oozy. So I mean it happens, it happens. But you know teaches on teaches cup of tea. But I I don't mind Gun Club for sure being the future stars in the business, and. Um, and they could really elevate the hacking uh, vision too. Oh yeah, you know they definitely can. Um, and of course, there's one other man that I definitely love, and I always praise this man, and that is my second honorable mention, Ethan Page. Oh Ethan yeah, Page. Oh man, I know Ethan had his credentials in, you know, in Impact, you know, with Norris. You know, being the former tag team champions. Uh, okay, I get that. But Ethan Page for me, I, I he is he's another one that has the charisma that has that. I honestly from and I and speaking like kind of like Vince's Vince's type of way. Ethan Page could be you know that's something that Vince McMahon will like of, of Ethan Page. The smile, the looks, the like, oh, mic skills, yeah. Look at them titties! Yes! Chocolate. The mic skills, yes. You know, Vince will definitely, definitely will love that. I think. Yeah. And Easy Page has it, man. I, I, I just wish they could book him better. I'm hoping that the firm works out and becomes a real threat faction for the whole promotion to either a tag team or to another trios. It matters. I hope 
they really and make Ethan Page your guy. Ethan Page should be your guy. Um, who could leave the firm, in my opinion? I think he should be the one. You already kicked yeah, out MJF. Yeah. Let MJF. I mean, let Ethan Page. Um, you know, run the show. My, that's me. I don't know how you feel about it. No, yeah, I'm right there with you. I feel like he should be the front man and the, the leader of the firm because he has all the all the tools to be the leader. Oh man, definitely. He he does have that the leadership. He has uh for me it's just a persona. He he fucking has it, man. Yeah. Who could we say that Ethan reminds you? Like, let's say we go back to the past. Let's get on the DeLorean and go on to the past and see who he reminds us of. Mm. Look, he kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, I, for me, a little, and, and this is a homage for all the Canadian audiences. He a little bit reminds me of me, just that, that little smarky attitude of Rick Martel. When Rick Martel mm. was coming, you know, when he was just, I love that gimmick of Rick Martel. I don't, I don't Great and a great athlete he was. Yeah, and underrated. Martel is very underrated. Uh, Ethan has that for me. I could go back to that golden era. He has that type of attitude. He could be like, uh, he's not a high flyer. You know, he's a very te- classic, technical, uh, classic in ring performer. Four or five moves like a suplex, cool, whatever, and finisher, of course, the race's edge. But this is way how he's telling the story in the ring. It's really like, oh, yeah, you know, he's yeah. giving like, yeah, like, fuck off. Like, I like that from Ethan Page. And that's why he reminds me of of, of Rick Martell because he and Martell has that smirky way as well, too. And he, a mixture of Martell and Perf for me right here. He has that, too. He could be that perfect as well, Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning. And that's why, you know, I could have put him my number one or my number two, but mm. I just, for me, is Bad booking is how they're closing my heart with him. But I'm not giving up on Ethan Page. You're going to be my number one guy on the next it looks like again. It looks like they're turning it around, so see I what happens. So, I, hope so. I hope so. But that's my list, guys. I mean... Yeah, good list. Uh, this, like I said, it's, to clarify again, we're not including the current four pillars. We're not including yeah. Brick Bay because they're already stars. Not including the acclaim because they're already up there. Not including. Them. I and thought we were going to have a lot of uh, similarities. We only have two, so I'm excited about this list. Oh yeah, hell yeah! That's what I love. So we are about to bring up some uh, different names over here. Oh, I enjoy it. But see, the director said anything to us. Yeah, he said uh, Darby Allen. Oh no, no Darby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'll just <laughs> man, well, man, might as well. Jesus Christ! Um, All right, yeah. let's give let's give directors picks. And then the we'll directors pick. picks are the four pillars from the past. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot. I is, mean, Darby, MJ, Sammy Guevara, and Jungle Boy. That, yes, oh my God! He says, "All right, just <laughs> he says, Sammy Guevara needs to stay mature in the locker room." That's number five. Britt Baker, Ned, the next female, great female uh, heel. Charlotte levels of heat. Jungle Boy 3, once he gets into a serious character, he is the next Brian Danielson. Mm, good. That's a good uh, good analogy there. So I like that. Number two, Wardlow, the next br- great big man. Ricky Starks, number one for him. Dude glows with charisma. No MJF. WDE bound before he has time. 
time to be an AEW legend. He's talking about GF there. Uh, I guess his honorable mentions will be Darby and Jamie Hayter. <laughs> that will be his South's honorable mentions. So he we'll have to come back and pillars. do this. <laughs> we still have to three. come back and do this list. We're gonna for sure gonna do this list again. Um, yeah. Maybe towards the end of the year, we'll probably do it. Um, how we're gonna end the the 2022, and we'll probably we'll come back to this list for sure. Because mind you, yeah. we're still gonna do future stars. Of all promotions, not just AEW. So mind you on that. All right. De Niro, the floor is yours. All right. So my number five is powerhouse Will Hobbs. Um, like you said, man, this guy is just a fucking monster in the ring. He has great charisma, the facial expressions. He looks like he's like I wouldn't want to like come across like cross. Ricky, not Ricky starts powerhouse Hobbs the wrong way. Like that, that mean mug that he'd be given looks like he's just going to fuck you up. So like, I, I like that. I like the fact that he looks like he's a bad, bad man. And I, I really, really want to see him win some gold because he deserves it. So number five, powerhouse Hobbs, he's going to be a huge star for this company. And if not in this company elsewhere, trust me, uh, my number four, I, I might get shitted on. You picked him as number one. Director picked him as number one. My number four is Ricky Starks. And I'm going to tell you why he's number four and not number one. If he was, because he has the potential to be number one. But the reason why I say he's number four is because he's very, you know, injury prone. He broke his neck. He has back injuries. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that's stopping him, I feel, from being on TV more often. That's the only thing that's stopping him from being at the top. It's just, like you you mentioned earlier about Chris Statlander being injury prone. Ricky Starks is injury prone as well. So it's hard for me to say he's number one and he's never on TV. You know what I mean? So that's why I have him up as number four. But he's fucking amazing. Mike skills, charisma. The guy just oozes charisma. And I think that he's going to be a huge, huge star if he can stay healthy. That's the main key. If he stays healthy, he's good. Um, my number three is Hook. Hook is, <laughs> Hook is not only extremely young, but Hook is going to be a fucking megastar. He already has an aura about him that got people excited to see his future. He has, you know, the lineage of being Taz's son, and he's just a fucking badass. Like, he goes in there, he fucks you up, and he leaves. And I love the fact that my first three picks were all from Team Taz because – when they were all together, I really wasn't a big fan of Team Taz. And now, look, at they're all like on my list of like pillars. But Hook is going to be a major, major star. Like, give him two, three years of experience, Hook is going to be a champion, world champion. I, that, that's, woo. Man. Hook. Ah, I'm trying to see if I can find a debate on this, but this fuck is kind of harder than what you just said. Hook is the man. He got the look. He got the charisma without even saying words. He doesn't even need to talk. He lets the fucking in-ring action talk for him. Like, he's the man. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck it, I guess. He's the man. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I just wish to, we'll, we'll see how they book him later on. I, I want to see how his future booking will be. Uh, for yeah. sure, and uh, oh shit, Jesus, I'm everywhere here, ladies and gentlemen. But there, there you go. That's took to learn. 
Oh man, hook, hook, hook. All right, hook. I'll give you a mm -hmm. shot. My heart is open. Mi corazón está abierto for you. That's right. <laughs> My number two is Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia is he's growing so much as a fucking wrestler. Being in there with Brian Danielson, being in there with Jericho, being in there with all these top guys and mixing it up with like guys like Moxley and CM Punk and everyone he's been going, he's been impressing. You know what I mean? From the time that Daniel Garcia debuted in AEW to the time we're currently in, Daniel Garcia is leaps and bounds better than what he was. And he just debuted there like not too long ago, maybe a little less than a year or a little, about a year, right? He's been in AEW for about a year, and he's already in top storylines. He puts on some of the best matches. I would say his matchup with uh, Brian Danielson from that Dragon episode, the House of the Dragon episode, was one of the best matches in AEW history. So Daniel Garcia is going to be a major, major, major star in AEW. I think that he's a future champion. I don't know if you see that. I don't know if everyone sees that, but I think Daniel Garcia is going to be a mega star. I can see him being the next Ring of Honor world champion. Yeah, I mean, we, I can see that for sure because I've been saying that he could be. He's probably gonna be the last one to dethrone Chris Jericho's run as a Ring of Honor world champion. Mm -hmm. Now, as an AEW world champion, I can see that. This is what I can see. Uh, let's say down the line, two years from now, I can see. The dismantle of BCC, right? But it goes from to different paths. William Regal, let's say he starts behind working the scenes, kind of dismantle himself away. I can see Brian to be Daniel Garcia, William Regal, and I can see him being yeah, his too. Miyagi, see his Miyagi, and pushing him to go for that world title, and pushing him to become a badass, uh, pushing him to. You know, take out you know that that inner ruthless aggression that he wants out of Garcia. This is like a whole fucking. For me, I I know I always do this. I always fucking do it, but I always compare it like a fucking Rocky story. It's like almost there. You know how you know he has his, yeah. uh, you know he has his uh fuck what's his name what's the, what was the freaking Mick Chase yeah he got yeah got the Mick come on Rocky Rocky he could do that. He, I think he yeah. can definitely do that. I think Brian can have that, could be that for Garcia. And two years, I'm hoping we could talk about this again and then say, we told you so. Because I think yeah. that could be the case. I Because I don't see Brian becoming, I mean, I could see two more years in him. Even though he's still, age is only a number. But you think he's want to go a little bit longer? I think he wants to. You know, finish his career. He might go a little longer, but I think he's going to finish his career more sooner than later. So I think, yeah, yeah I feel the same way, honestly. I think because he wants to have a great run, not even as a world champion. There's nothing to prove, and just say he's wrestled everybody that he wanted to wrestle at at his prime. Yeah. And you know, I think his main thing know. is he wants to go out on his terms. He doesn't want to go out because of an injury, you know. Yeah, very very true. So hopefully we get to see that from him. I mean, we never know. Yeah. Never, never know. All right. Number one. Got to give it to my girl, Jay Cargill. Jay Cargill. Right. Money. 
Jay Cargill's money. money. Yeah, yeah. Money. Yeah, I mean, money. and also yeah. if you think about it, right? What is she now that she beat Marina Shafir? She's 41 and oh. About right. Now, if you think about that, she's only had 41 matches in her whole career. And about she's right. this good. So I know there's a lot of people, oh, she's botching a lot. She's green. She's this. She's that. Fuck that. She has one of the best personalities in wrestling today. Not just what, mm-hmm. AEW, not just AEW's women's division. I'm talking about professional wrestling, men, women, no matter what company. Jay Cargill is a star. Jay Cargill is going to be, you talk about Ricky Starks being the next Dwayne Johnson. Jay Cargill is going to be the next Dwayne Johnson. She's going to be in movies. She's going to be everywhere. Give it like five years, Jay Cargill will be everywhere. She's got that potential. She has that star power. She has that charisma. She has the mic skills. And the wrestling is getting better and better each time I see her. So I could say within a year or so, she's going to be a great wrestler too. So what else do you need to be the total package? That you know what? I, I can I'm not disagreeing there. I, I agree. It's it's true. I mean, think about it. Why she's was number five in the PWI. 150 women's list. Why yeah. was she there? I mean, we said it on when we talked about it two weeks ago. Is this it's not much about her in-ring skills, it's just about her, her charisma. Her uh, she can go. Her presence yeah. is very well known, and that's what you want. You she you want her to win you over as a heel, you know. And I give it to her hundred really? percent. I mean, I just Nothing wrong of you know Jay Cargill being number one. I don't I don't see nothing wrong with for everybody else that sees it wrong. She's gonna tell you this here with Jade Cargill and the baddies. First and foremost, Tony, cut the shit. First and foremost, Tony, cut the shit. Tony, cut the shit. Cut, 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 cut the shit. Cut the shit. You got to cut the <laughs> shit, man, because Jane Cargill will be uh, for sure a future star. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of people that don't see her that way, uh, especially out of – I'm pretty – we didn't we did talk about it on the debate, but uh, if you remember, I guess there was a Twitter war between her and this other guy, I forgot, this other podcaster – who was really very known? I think is off the square ropes or something like that. I don't know who he's. Oh, nah. Um, JD from New York from off yes. the script. Off the script. Wow, he really went off, and uh, and a lot. And I'm happy to see the women are so together in AEW. They all teamed up on him. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's like, yeah. "Oh, it's a victim. I didn't do anything." Yeah, I, I, I listened to your. To your digression and say, there, there you go. See? See? I don't like that guy at all. Yes. And I know, I know your I know. mind, you were, you're lying. You know, he was lying. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'm really, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, he's all, eh, I ain't going to waste my time on that guy. But I was really happy to see Cardio stood up for the women's division and mm-hmm. the women herself, stay, you know, staying up, you know, standing up uh, alongside with her. This, yeah, Cargill's going to be a, a star. We already started doing a, a funny skit where one of the social media uh, platform stars on IG or, or yeah, Facebook, yeah. I, I forgot his name, but she already did like a skit with him. So, I mean, we're seeing it. 
we're gonna see that from Jade Cargill for sure, man. I, I'm I'm not disagreeing at all. I think the great pick. I think for me, it's not bad of a pick. I could. I really like that you thought of uh, that. Heard them once for that reason. And yes, people that think that we're wrong, comment below. Let give us your top five future stars of AEW. Yeah. But any honorable mentions? No. Um, I got one. I, I I know people might shit on this too, but my honorable mention is Willer Yuta. Willer Yuta is another young oh. guy who, you know, him being surrounded by guys like John Moxley. Claudio, William Regal, Brian Danielson. That's only going to make him better. And in the ring, he's leaps and bounds better than when he debuted. What up, wrestling uh wrestling news? I appreciate What's going you on, being wrestling here. news? What's going on, brother? Wrestling news. Yes. Uh, subscribe to their channel, man. They have good shit. Most definitely. Most definitely. Big fan over here. Um Big time. so yeah, I mean, since joining AEW when he was with the best friends, like he was good, but ever since he joined the Blackpool Combat Club, he's like leaps and bounds better than what he was. So imagine more, you know, more experience being around guys like Claudio, being around guys mm-hmm. like John Moxley, going to Japan for the uh Super Juniors Cup. Like the guy's got it all. Like he's going to be an amazing, amazing wrestler. He just needs to. I guess tune up the charisma a little bit and the mic skills, and he got it because in ring the guy is fucking amazing. So shout out Willie Yuta. He's definitely, in my opinion, honorable mention for a future pillar for AEW. I definitely agree. I I'm trying to think. I I know I know everybody has their own entity, but who could we compare yeah. Willie Yuta to? I got a good uh, comparison. I think really, I know really, you really? Well, go ahead. I want to hear. Th- who do you think it's gonna be? <laughs> um, I tell you, you're gonna. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you. All right, all right. Go ahead. I say Dimalinko on his in ring. That's a good one. I wasn't thinking Dimalinko, but that's a really good one, actually. That's a really good one because he does remind me of Dimalinko too. But he reminds me a lot of Landstorm. There you know, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that was about both of us. Yeah, Landstorm and Dimalinko mission for me. Most definitely, because Landstorm, Dimalinko, those type of wrestlers weren't talkers, but they were letting their actions do the talking for them. And you know, Wheeler Yuta's that guy. Like, I, it's it's AEW's fault for putting a mic in his hand because he's not a talker. You know, what I mean, I can't blame Wheeler Yuta for that. It, this is what made ECW so good because Paul Heyman knew. All right, I'm if. You have a negative, I'm never going to show that negative. I'm only going to accentuate your positives. So if somebody wasn't a talker, you either had a mouthpiece or you wasn't on the mic. You were just in the ring. So Willa Yuta is that guy to me. Like he, He's not a guy that you put on the mic, especially not against guys like MJF and all that, like we saw where he was just getting eaten alive on the mic. But in the ring, he could go with the best of them. We saw his classics with John Moxley from earlier this year. We saw his matches with Brian Danielson. He could go with the best of them. Like that Ring of Honor show, Death Before Dishonor, where he went against Daniel Garcia. One of the best matches in fucking, what, like all year? I'd say that's one of the matches of the year, the the uh, pure title matchup that they had. And then they outdid that one on the episode of AEW Dynamite. So really, Yuta has definitely got it. I think that he's going to be a megastar. And it's just on AEW to make sure that they continue to push him in the right way and not put a mic in his hand, you know? Have William Regal oh, do the talking yeah. for him? I agree. 
I'm not disagreeing there. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I agree. I mean, what uh, Winter Yuta has the potential to become a really star. Uh, I, I mean, I liked him when I, I, I didn't get notice of Yuta when I saw him in Ring of Honor. When I saw him in Ring yeah. of Honor when he competed uh, during the pandemic era, I'm like, this kid has something. He has potential. I liked him. Uh, he reminded me, I don't know. Uh, in the beginning, he kind of reminded me of, fuck, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I had a wrestler name, but I guess, I, oh, well, listen. But I liked him. He did, and from there, when he went to AEW, I'm like, okay, let's see what they're going to do. And I didn't expect him. Honestly, I'll be honest. I didn't expect him to book Yuta uh, this way at all. I did not expect it. So, yeah. You know, yeah, so definitely. I'm just, yeah, we'll see how, you know, everything goes, man. We'll see how Yuta and the future holds for sure. We got re- to return to this list in like a year and see if it's working out. You know what I mean? That's true. In a year, we'll come back to this. We'll probably come back to this in the next six, six months. Hmm. Maybe what we can see in the next six months. Or by the end of the year, how you mentioned. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We did a back-to-back. A two-day. A two, two shows in one night today. Team no sleep. Team no sleep, ladies and gentlemen. But we are going to get some sleep a little bit for me. Because I'm not going to get too much. Because I have to wake up early. Because tomorrow... Join us tomorrow along, ladies and gentlemen, as I'll be doing, of course, a watch along for the first time here on Circle Debate. Watch along, watching Crown Jewel, and that is with the Tribal Chief of Podcasting, Clark Street, along with the Banger Podcasting, TK, Tim King from the Wrestling Index, and of course, the DOM South Philly Cycle, Dom from Top of Wrestle Talk, and Mr. Universal himself, Nick. Dieter at the UW Pod, sponsored and brought to you by the UWPod.com. There you go. <laughs> well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in here. And once again, we appreciate you all for listening, you know, listening and watching. Don't forget to subscribe and you know, watch us here on the YouTube channel. But once again, the host of TV's one I've see here with Mike DeNiro because he froze. But yes, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like, yeah, he, he froze. His power went out, so that's what happens. But it's okay. But don't forget, we all those blue podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. We make history, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Here, watch along. So go to me. Peace. Must bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh, my God. It's so great. Bang!